Welcome to the Scott Townsend Show, brought to you by Dietzo Man Productions. So I sat there for 30 minutes telling him about my adventures across America. And when he finally got up, I helped him up. He shook my hand and said, thank you. He said, I got to live one of your adventures. It made my day, made his day. And you meet those kind of people. When you're off the beaten path, you get away from the big city and go to small town America. So next time you go on an adventure in your car, get off the interstate and drive on those back roads and see the good people of America in the small town. Hey, this is Scott Townsend with the Scott Townsend Show. Thanks for joining us. Today, I've got a guest. Uh, he rode across Iowa, believe it or not. Don't know why he did that. We're about to find out. Say hello, Keith. Hello. How you doing, man? Good. And you? So, I'm doing uh, fantastic. Keith Clark rode across Iowa. Uh, why did you choose Iowa? Why not Oklahoma? I've done Oklahoma before, but Iowa was the original, 1973. Two guys from the newspaper decided to ride across Iowa, kind of as a joke, and they announced it, and by the time they got started, there was like five or 600 people that went across Iowa with them that year in 1973. Hmm. It's been so going what, on ever since. Did you do it last year? I did not do it in, last time I did it was 2016. So why'd you decide to do it this year? They didn't even do it this year. Because, I know, they canceled it. So COVID stopped everything else, but I was like, it ain't going to stop me. I'm riding across Iowa. <laughs> you know how I am. <laughs> so you can't? I say I can. So uh, how long did it take you? Uh, I rode for eight days, 618 miles. 618? I thought it was like more like 430-something. That's if you go straight. I oh. get sidetracked. So I went up north a little bit, and then south a little bit, and then back east a little bit. Small town, Iowa. So where did you start? Did you go east to west or west to east? I went west to east. Sioux City, Iowa. The original oh. town in 1973 that everybody started, or those guys started from. The capital of, is that the capital of Iowa? I don't know. <laughs> well, Google it, man. <laughs> Somebody could tell us. So you, st you started in Sioux City, and where did you wind up? Dubuque, Iowa. So is that literally from one side to the other? Yes, I, it is. I'm, a, I'm asking that without looking at a map right now. Yes, it is. So what kind of bike did you bit, ride? I rode a Trek CrossFit Plus. So back so, up a little bit. I've been riding bikes for – go ahead. So this is like an, an electronic bike, um, an e-bike? It is. It, it's an e-bike. It has battery assist. Five and a half years ago, I had a heart attack and got a couple stents put in. The heart doctor told me I had to stop riding my bicycle so much. He said I could ride it for exercise, but I ride for adventure. So he said I could ride like 15 miles. And I said, 15 miles? Dude, that's just warming up. I'm going to ride like 60 to 70 a day. 
can't go nowhere 15 miles a day. Take me forever. <laughs> so how many miles did you go a day on the average? Uh, the first day I went, it was only like 30 some miles, but the way I went, it was like 55 or 60. But most of the days I went somewhere around 60, 65, but then there was three days in the middle that I went 107, 96, and then 122. So let's go back to the bicycle. So this thing, does it, so how does it work? I mean, is it, you just turn it on and you just sit on it or do you have to pedal or what? No, it's, it's pedal assist. So you have to pedal and then you get some assist from the battery. But remember with all my gear, my panniers and all that, my tent and all that, that bicycle probably weighs 85 pounds. So most of the time I rode on the eco stage, which is just offsetting the extra weight of the bicycle. So trust me, you get a good workout. Still, it'd be nice to have that assist. It is nice to have that assist. And my heart doctor's happy, you know. Oh, yeah. Not too happy, but he's happy. Er. So, so when you, you've come to the end of each day, what do you do? How do you find, where do you sleep? Where do you go? What, where do you spend the night? Uh, on this one, usually I camp out somewhere, but on this one I stayed in some hotels most of the nights. We had some weather issues in the evenings and I didn't want to get in a storm. And I also felt like the hotels needed some business because there wasn't no business. So I decided to give them some money, do my American duty, mm-hmm. spend money. Beats sleeping overnight with snakes and frogs and flies. That's true. But I did camp out one night and I woke up about five o'clock and a storm was coming in and I thought I got to get packed up and get out of here. So I took off like at six o'clock in the morning. So, so where, did you, where did you camp out? Uh, storm Lake, Iowa. I mean like where in somebody's front yard or in a field? Uh, no, it was, uh, it was, it was a camp. It was a campground by a lake. Oh, so, but I have camped out in people's yards camped out in front of a dentist's office one time camped out behind a church one time <laughs> yeah, camped out probably, in a ditch one time it was probably sanctioned though you probably got permission right uh, no you can't you get permission after you get caught and then you say hey i just needed a place to crash you get out of there early in the morning it's called camping on the lowdown camping on the lowdown if I saw somebody camping That's on my fair. front yard, I'd have something to say about it. Why? Come out and say hi. I'm a nice guy. Nope. I'm going to camp out in your backyard. Since you don't want me to camp in your front yard, I'll camp out in your backyard. So what do you eat? I mean, do you cook breakfast and make lunch and have a big dinner? Or what do you, what's that look like? No, I uh, I stop at restaurants, small towns. I stay away from the big cities and say, go to small town America. Go to cafes, stop at gas stations. You can always find something to eat. Yeah. I always carry beef jerky with me and some Pop-Tarts in case I get hungry. You can't find anywhere. Right. But. So did you, plan the, did you plan your stops or did you just 
find it as you go. Nope. Just went. That's how I ended up with sixteen hundred eighteen miles. I just decided to. If I saw a dirt road or a paved road, it wasn't very busy. I said, "Wonder where that goes," and that's where I went. And then I figured out where it went. Hmm. Every now and then, you hit a few dead ends and bridges out, and road closed, and have to do U-turns. Yeah. So it makes it a, it makes it an adventure when you just take off. If you if you planned everything, it's too much like work. You know, meetings scheduled a certain time. It's freelance, man. It's vacation. What? Uh, so how long did I'm it take? I'm taking off tonight. Huh? I'm taking off tonight. I'm going to boat trek. Are you going to spend the night? Decided there? to fill my tent. Yeah. That's so what's your wife think about all this bike riding and? Hey, this is a vacation. <laughs> so. She's okay with it, but, you know. Don't you usually include your wife on your vacations? <laughs> like most everybody else? Not on the bicycle vacations. Huh? <laughs> on the bicycle vacation, she doesn't want to go. So she, it would be like, you know, if you make your wife go somewhere that she doesn't want, it's not going to be any fun. It's going to be disastrous. So, you know, she likes to stay in hotels and, you know. The bicycle thing is a, a lonely man's adventure. Just take off and ride. So you're the lonely man. Sometimes when you're out there by yourself in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but I always find friends. Are you lost? Hey, what are you doing on this dirt road? You know where you're at? I said, no, but I'm not lost. So I got a compass. Tells me northeast, west, south. That's all I need. And if things get really bad, I can always uh, stop at a farmhouse and say, hey, I need water and food. I've met some really interesting people over the years. Who's the most interesting? Probably the old man in Kansas. I stopped at a gas station, and I was sitting out front. It was a hot day. And I had my bicycle, and I had a Gatorade. And this old man... You know, I'm old now, so but this, he was probably in his 70s, 80s. So comes up, and he asked me where I was headed, and I told him I was headed up to central Kansas. And then he told me, he sat down right beside me on the concrete, and he goes, tell me how, what it's like. He said, I've always, when I was a kid, I always wanted to do it, and I never did do it, and now I'm too old to do it. So I sat there for 30 minutes telling him about my adventures across America. And when he finally got up, I helped him up. He shook my hand and said, thank you. He said, I got to live one of your adventures. It made my day, made his day. And you meet those kind of people. When you're off the beaten path, you get away from the big city and go to small town America. So next time you go on an adventure in your car, get off the interstate and drive on those back roads and see the good people of America in the small towns. They're not in as much of a hurry. All right. Well, with that, I think we're going to end this uh, interview. Thanks, Keith, for all the info and the insight into riding across Iowa. If you want more information on contacting Keith, I'll put his uh, uh, LinkedIn contact uh, or whatever you want to email or whatever I'll put at the end. So for Keith Clark, this is Scott Townsend. 
Thanks for watching the Scott Townsend Show. Have a good day. We'll talk to you later. The Scott Townsend Show is a Deedso Man production. For more episodes, visit the Scott Townsend Show YouTube channel. Listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.